Did you know that February 22nd is National Margarita Day? I did not know that, but sounds like it's a fantastic topic for a mini episode of our podcast. Yes, our very first mini-sode. Yes, mini, 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 where did this come from? So tiny. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so today is National Margarita Day. Huzzah. That's something I can get behind. Me too. Um, I was trying to figure out where National Margarita Day came from and when it started. It seems like it was pretty recent. Um, and yeah, it also every, seems like it's just like a marketing ploy. Yeah, every um, – it is. It Honestly, it is. Every like food and drink has its own holiday national now, day. national holiday. I mean yeah. there's Negroni Week yeah. as well, which is basically sponsored by the vermouth companies and the gin companies. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm whatever. not above it. National Margarita Day, February 22nd, um, also my grandmother's birthday. Also our brother-in-law's birthday. Oh. Happiest of birthdays to happy all. Happy birthdays and happy margarita days. So, margaritas. Mm. Um, they, like much of our other content, have sort of a murky <laughs> past, and there's not exactly a clear story of where the first margarita came from. Is it because of the tequila? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but there's a, there's a few, like, good stories, so we'll go through them. Okay. Um, so one is that the drink was created in 1938 by a Mexican restaurant owner named Carlos Danny Herrera. Okay. Um, and he mixed it for a Ziegfeld showgirl named Marjorie King. Um, so Marjorie was obviously a very beautiful woman, um, but she was allergic to all hard liquors. Oh, Wow. So, aside from tequila. So, she could drink tequila, but she couldn't drink it straight. Interesting. So, uh, Danny mixed her drink, which was based off of the tequila shot. So, including salt, tequila, lime. Oh, of course. Um, and then he added, like, a orange liqueur to mm. it as well. So, that's um, sort of the the most commonly known story. Interesting. Um, and I was looking up at the time when tequila shots became popular. Yeah. Just to make sure that story checked out. Um, and tequila had a boom in the late 19th century. Yes. Um, and the practice of having a tequila shot with salt lime along with it uh, was to mask some poor quality tequila brands. Um, so you didn't notice as much uh, of the burn right, <laughs> of right, the tequila right, shot. Right. <laughs> which holds true today for some tequila brands really? out there, which will remain nameless. Really does. But yes, if you get a really good, reputable tequila, you do not need any of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Although I do find the like accessorizing with the salt and the lime, <laughs> like it makes it a more fun it's, shot. It's yeah. like interactive. <laughs> it's part of the ritual at this point. It is. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, so there's a there's a couple other stories too. One is that a socialite from Texas named Margaret Sames, mm-hmm. aka Margarita, mixed the first drink at a house party in Mexico uh, in 1948. Okay, um, and she was kind of like experimenting with different alcohols and mixing them together. So I guess early mixologist, yeah. I suppose. Um, however. I don't think that one is true because I read in another article that in 1945, um, Jose Cuervo started running ads for margaritas. Gotcha. So the timing doesn't really quite match up on that one. Right. Um, but Margaret Sames was another name that kind of populated in a couple of different articles that I read. 
other other versions say that it was named for Rita Hayworth, um, <laughs> whose real name is Margarita Cancino. Yeah. Um, and she had a few gigs in Tijuana in the 1940s. So gotcha. So it's also thought that she might have had something to do with it. But, yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of like the first version. Um, so Marjorie King, the showgirl. So that. That story, where was this restaurant? You said it was a restaurant owner. Yes. So this restaurant was in Mexico. Okay. Um, however, Danny Herrera later had some restaurants in the L.A. area. Right. So West Coast. But wait, there's more. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't say. Um, so you may have heard of the popular cocktail called the Daisy. I have. So Sl- slightly less popular these days, but slightly it's less classic. Pos- yeah, so it's a classic um, cocktail in the 1930s and 40s, and it was mixed with alcohol, citrus juice, and grenadine, and served over shaved ice. Mm. And so typically, I think the first Daisy was made with whiskey, um, but also with like gin, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually it got mixed with tequila. So one story um, is that. In the 1920s, late 1920s, um, a customer walked up to Turf Bar on Main Street in Tijuana and asked for a gin daisy. The bartender, Henry Madden, accidentally used tequila Hmm. instead of gin in the drink. The customer absolutely loved it and he called for another and another and spread the the good word about uh, a tequila daisy. Mm -hmm. And now... Margarita translates to Daisy, so yes, that Spanish is for Daisy. Spanish for Daisy. So that's the story that I'm familiar with. Yes, and I like that one the best personally. I like I like that one too. It's it's a good one too. I'm also willing to believe that's the oldest timeline of all the stories. True. I think that one's probably the truest. Okay. Or like many of the other things we've talked about, it's not that much of a stretch to figure out that this cocktail recipe substitute this alcohol in it. Right, is and it'll be, delicious. be tasty. So it could have very well popped up in like several different places at the same time. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, all fun stories about tequila. Absolutely. I think we're going to we're gonna have to do a full tequila episode too. Oh gosh, yeah. That, that one's going to be like hours long because <laughs> there is a lot. Even, well, even I, for this mini episode. If I pull the straw to do that episode, it'll be hours long. But. <laughs> That's true. Um, but okay, so in the 1950s, the frozen margarita oh, yes. gains popularity. The bane of every bartender's existence. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we'll get actually to that point too. Um, so Fred Waring invented the electric blender. And in the 1950s, the Waring Blender was a popular kitchen appliance. And in 1952, blender owners started using their countertop blenders to mix in fruit and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so daiquiris became really popular, um, as did margaritas. Absolutely. So the – obviously, as you said, that's a bartender's nightmare, <laughs> blending drinks. Seeing, a, seeing like a, a ticket with – Glass of wine, draft beer, one cocktail, and then a frozen cocktail at the same time. No. You've got to be absolutely kidding me. Yes. They're so delicious. But yes. They are. They're absolutely. a pain. I know. Um, you have to order them from a bar that like specializes in them. Yes. Such as Mariano's Mexican Cuisine. 
in you, Dallas. You said that like they sponsored the episode. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. I actually don't know if they're still in business. However, in 1971, Mariano Martinez created the first frozen margarita machine. Oh, wow. So his restaurant was serving frozen margaritas using blenders like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but their place became so popular that his bartenders couldn't keep up. Naturally. So he invented the first frozen margarita machine, so basically like a Slurpee machine. Oh, it was one of those like rotating? (laughs) Well, I don't know if it was like rotating. But anyway, um, he invents that to help his bartenders uh, deal with the demand for frozen margaritas. Amazing. And this original machine from 1971 is now in the Smithsonian Museum. Wow, really? Yes. I wonder which Smithsonian that lands in. American history, I guess. Probably. Yeah. Right? Another fun fact about Margaritas. The 1977 Jimmy Buffett song, Margaritaville. Never heard of it. (laughs) Helped Margaritas rise to popularity in the United States. Oh, my gosh. And as of 2008, the Margarita was the most commonly ordered drink in the U.S. um, and accounted for 18% of all mixed drink sales. Oh, in 2008 is what you said? Yeah. So – I would sure, bet. that's already increased. Well, I only – I think it probably shifted a little bit because between 08 and now, there was the whiskey boom. Oh, in that's craft cocktails true. And yeah, stuff. you're right. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if it's that slipped down. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Old-fashioned might be close to the top now. I couldn't find any more recent statistics. I mean, I but... I love a good mar. I like making our own margaritas Me at too. home because, honestly, like, the simpler the better. Yeah. Fresh lime juice, Cointreau or triple sec, tequila, shake a shake a shake a Strain into glass and consume. Yes, and no salt for me. No, no salt for me either. I don't really like salt Um, on the rim, but I know a lot of people do. But uh, for me, like drinking dehydrates you so much anyway. Add salt salt into the mix. It's a little bit of a slippery slope. So I did try to find where the spicy margarita originated, and I could not find anything. So That's too bad. Yeah. it's, again, probably a natural evolution because now I feel like most places have a spicy margarita. Yeah, spicy margarita and one of uh, – a spicy margarita is definitely one of our favorites, mm-hmm. but also the coconut margarita. Oh, yeah. my god! Yeah, the Mexican place down the street from us has a mean coconut margarita. Oh, so Any good. coconut margarita, I'm, I'm into it for sure. Yeah. Spicy margarita, actually, it's, it's really easy. If you like spicy stuff out there, just give this a shot. Buy a, you know, reputable bottle of tequila that you're not going to mind changing the flavor of and – Dice up a few of your favorite spicy peppers, spicy level up to you. Let it steep yeah. in there for a few days and then strain it out and you've got spicy tequila. Yum. You'll have instant spicy margaritas. Infused tequila. Delicious. Absolutely. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go. Do we have limes? I feel like we, we gotta, do have limes. Oh, thank goodness. We have limes. We can make margaritas. Oh, I can. I can. My shoulders just. But not yet because it's only like 11. So. Yeah, it's early for us when we're recording <laughs> um, this. Maybe. But we will have margaritas later. Absolutely. As should you, listeners. As should you, especially since as you're listening to this, or if you're listening to it on February 22nd, it is National Margarita Day. Huzzah! Shake that shaker. Get that margarita going. Yes. So that concludes our first mini-sode. And I only had a couple of references on this one. So nationalgeographic.com, wineenthusiast.com, and the Stanford University Press blog. Excellent work. Man, this is a good, good first mini episode. Way to kick us off for the season. Yay. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Uh, well, that being said, I guess it's time to wrap things up. So thanks, as always, everyone, for listening to us here on Where Did This Come From? We will see you next week for a, another full episode of the podcast. But in the meantime, be healthy. Stay healthy.
Stay well, and we'll see you next time on Where Did This Come From?